and welcome everybody to the very first episode of Tea with Janae, where we talk all things related to wedding photography with wedding photographers and vendors, one cup of tea at a time. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Brooklyn View Photography, and I'm so, so thrilled to have you guys here. Let me take a minute to introduce myself and tell you a little bit about me and my story and how it began. I've been a wedding photographer for eight years living in Brooklyn, New York, and my love for photography started when my dad gave me my very first camera in high school. It was love at first click, and I haven't looked back since. I'm so incredibly lucky to have built a successful small business that I decided to start giving back to my community a few months ago and share what I've learned over the years. I created an Instagram weekly series called Tea with Janae, where I pick a topic and share my thoughts and tips on each subject. The response was so positive that I created a Facebook group, a blog, and now a podcast. I am so thrilled so many of you enjoy the series and are learning from what I have to share. So what can you expect from the podcast? Well, each week we'll be chatting with my fellow photographers, vendors, and friends inside the wedding industry, and they'll be sharing advice, tips, and tricks of the trade to help you become a better photographer. So get excited. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Hey there, I have a quick question for you. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast but didn't know how to get started? Well, I've got some exciting news to share because our brand new online course, How to Start a Podcast and Share Your Voice, is live. Inside this course, I teach you how to start your own podcast, edit and produce your own episodes, get guests, become a guest, and I even share how to promote your show after it's gone live. I'm so excited about this course because I know that it works. The students that have completed my online course have felt so empowered and so inspired that within 30 days, they've launched their own shows, which is truly incredible. I'm so honored to help them follow their dreams, and I can't wait to help you guys too. So to find out more about this course, you can visit us at www.twjanae.com and click the shop button to find out more, or you can just swipe up and visit us in the show notes. Enjoy the show. need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, welcome back. Uh, we're here with our second episode of Tea with Janae. I'm so happy you guys are here. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Brooklyn View Photography. And today we have a really exciting guest, one of my very good friends and fellow wedding photographers, Cassie Clare of Cassie Clare Weddings. Say hi, Cassie. Hey, so excited. So excited too. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm so honored to have you here as my first official guest. Yay! <laughs> I couldn't think of anyone better to sit down and talk with and share a cup of tea. I'm drinking my iced tea, and uh, let's get started. So, how are you doing? Oh, I am doing wonderful. 
<laughs> Good. Actually, I should introduce you a little bit. You are a wedding photographer based out of New Jersey. You do destination weddings and you specialize in vineyard, estate, and waterfront weddings. Ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and you also have an associate program, right? Yes. I love my girls. <laughs> oh, that's good. And you have a very bright, light, and airy style, which is definitely you, your personality. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So I want to introduce you uh, to the audience. I want them to get to know about you. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Well, hey, everybody. I'm super excited. And I'm just so proud of Janae for everything she's built with Tima Janae. I just had to gush on you for a second. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so um, my name is Cassie Claire. I started my business in 2011. Um, and I actually, so it kind of fell into my lap. I photographed my first wedding two weeks after Chris and I got married. So we, um, a friend of mine had seen, I was doing kind of um, you know, senior portraits and families and just like little fun um, photography, uh, non-wedding photography, mm -hmm. we'll call it. And uh, a friend saw those photos and basically begged me to photograph her wedding. And I, I know it sounds so sweet, um, but I politely turned her down. <laughs> and I said, I will not be responsible for ruining your wedding photography. You need to get a professional. Um, long story short, she came back to me a few weeks later and she was like, look, what will it take? I really want you to shoot my wedding. And so I, I said, well, okay, I'll do it, but you can't pay me because I will not be held responsible. <laughs> so, um, fast forward. Um, we obviously, we photographed the wedding. It was amazing. And I think just the combination of our wedding and kind of like all the emotions that run so high when you're a bride and then our honeymoon and then coming home and getting to celebrate with friends and photograph their wedding. Um, it just kind of like hit me like a, you know, ton of bricks to the head that I really wanted to do this. And so, um, I realized it was all of my favorite parts of the wedding day or, you know, parts of photography, like you have the fun, um, details and jewelry and ring photography. And then you have the people and the portraits and the families and the event photography later on night and the dance floor. So it's just like all the best of, you know, the photography world on one day. So, um, that's how I got the first little kick in the butt. And I happened to be in a position where Chris was just graduating college and he was applying to jobs everywhere and we had just gotten married. And so I took that opportunity to not get a full-time job and instead just get a part-time job and spend the other part-time downloading as much knowledge and, you know, <laughs> business and photography into my brain as I possibly could. So I'm really wishing Tea with Janae existed back then. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So um, you're sort of, yeah. are you self-taught then? Yeah. So uh, self-taught sounds like such a weird way to say it because I definitely learn from other people, but I'm self-taught in the, in the sense that I, um, Google was my best friend. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I, um, I learned a lot from, you know, creative live and, and the teachers that were on there at the time. Um, but yeah, self-taught in the sense that I went out and found it myself. I didn't go through, um, a photography degree. Right. Yeah. No, same. I took photography in high school and college, um, mm -hmm. but I went to school for graphic design. So I always sort of had a knack for it. My dad gave me my first camera and yeah. then people would ask me, Oh, can you take pictures of us? Or can you take pictures of my store? Yes. Um, and that's really how I got the bug myself and then mm -hmm. I, I shot a cocktail hour for my friend 
And that's how I fell in love with weddings. So it's interesting that people sort of ask you first and then yes. you're like, no, 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 no. I, I don't trust me. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then you do it. And then, and that's how, that's how it happens, which is really, which is great. I know it's, it's actually amazing because I, I can't think what my life would be if she hadn't asked me to do right. that. So it's definitely one of those turning points where you can look back and definitely see like, yep, that was a big moment. <laughs> It's awesome. It's, it's, that's good that you can reflect on that and you can always say thank you to her. I know. I do, <laughs> probably too often. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So Chris is your husband and how long have you been married? Seven years. Oh my goodness. That's I awesome. Know. Congratulations. We're so old. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to touch back on, you say you guys work together now, right? Correct. Yeah. So how, how did that happen? So we, so funny story, um, we were, we had just moved out of Brooklyn. We bought a house in New Jersey. Um, and we went, we had like kind of this, this moment where we were like, yay, we're finally going to be like real grownups and buy a, buy a house and have a mortgage and, you know, the white picket fence and all that. Um, then we went to California and we were on the beach in Santa Barbara and, um, <laughs> well, you know, you're never happy, are you? So <laughs> we're, we had just bought a house and thought life was perfect. And then sitting on the beach in California, we, um, kind of, kind of got hit with this. Oh my gosh. Like, what if this was our life? What if, what if we could just travel to California whenever we want? And what if we can, Ooh, that was a weird sound. Did you hear that? Yeah. It's the buzzer. Of course. Oh. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm getting a package. Oh, okay. <laughs> Real life. Keep <laughs> going. <laughs> anyway. So, um, so yeah, we were just sitting on the beach and we kind of just got hit with this vision of what life could be, um, which essentially meant taking that white picket fence we just bought and flushing it down the toilet. So um, needless to say, we were both super nervous and, uh, and scared to take that leap. But when we started visualizing our life and visualizing what we wanted from life, we knew that we wanted to be able to work at home together. And um, we're, we're like, we're that annoying couple who's like stupid addicted to each other. So <laughs> people are always like, don't you want to kill each other working together all the time? And I'm like, no, we're, we're, we get like separation anxiety if one of us goes to the grocery store. So <laughs> it's a good, it's a good thing for us. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so working with our, working with my husband is amazing and I love it. We definitely have different work dynamics though. Um, I am the hyper organized driven one. And Chris is the one who's like, let's take a break and uh, enjoy <laughs> the life that's, you know, we've created. So we are very good yin yang. <laughs> no, that's good. And how do you do that in your business? So yeah, good question. And it was actually a little bit of a struggle at the beginning, because I am such a like, the second that something comes on my plate, I want it off my plate. And Chris is like, what plate? So <laughs> we <laughs> We at the beginning definitely had some kinks to work out with just like productivity levels and um, a helpful tip if any of you have similar working dynamics. Um, one of the things that works really well for Chris is anytime I have a project for him, I send it to him in an email so that he knows every day he checks his email and he sees what he needs to do. And that's kind of his email has become his, <clears throat> excuse me, his to-do list. So he knows to check there and then it saves us from the... Um, you know, sometimes, especially when working with your spouse, if you're just driving in the car and I think of something and I think like, oh, babe, can you do this later? Well, we're both going to forget and right. that's going to lead to a disagreement. So knowing that I can just 
we can think of it. And then I just, from my phone, shoot him an email so that he knows later when he gets to the computer to do it. It's been um, just like a lifesaver for sure. <laughs> That's good. That's a good tip. Yeah. It's like his running to-do list. Exactly. exactly. That's good. That's good. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking that Cassie and I have known each other, I think maybe seven, six or seven years. Mm-hmm. We met in a small uh coffee shop or like chocolate shop in it was Brooklyn. a chocolate shop yep. yeah we met in Brooklyn we've been friends ever since and I was thinking about it I'm um, sort of preparing for today that we've been in business a really long time you Yay. know as wedding <laughs> photographers you've been in business seven years eight years like mm-hmm. it's eight seasons it's crazy and it's such a huge accomplishment you know I mean it's definitely it's 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 really great because a lot of well the statistic is that small businesses will fail within the first five years if they're not successful, which I think is so crazy that nuts. Yeah. I I remember getting to the five-year mark and being like, whoa. Yeah, we did it. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm going to be here for like, we made it. Right. So they always say, you know, the first, you know, if you're not making a profit by the third year, it's not a business, it's a hobby. And, you know, I think that's really true. So I wanted to ask you, sort of what, what do you think has helped you stay in demand? Like your work, your photography, your business, mm-hmm. sort of what are, what are the things that, that have helped you out? Yeah. And that's such a good question. And I had to think about that one. Um, I think that one of the cool things about our career in the wedding world is that, you know, it's ever evolving. So wedding dress styles change, you know, veils are in, veils are out, blushes in, blushes <laughs> out. It's like, you know, a constant, a constant evolution, which is awesome. And so I think part of it is, you know, definitely staying current and learning to evolve and um, always learning. I definitely am one of the the big believers that there's always something out there that I can learn from, even if I think I know it all, I should say when I think I know it all, it's probably (laughs) time to learn something new. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that the one thing that I would say that's definitely a current, um, or not current, sorry, um, in kind of like an eternal thing, like a theme from beginning to now um, is just kindness. So I think that being kind to other photographers and your couples and the florists that you work with and, you know, the day of coordinators and the wedding planners and basically just everybody that you get to meet throughout the way, um, just being kind to them and treating them how you want to be treated goes a really long way. Um, Looking back over our referrals, I think other than referrals from my past couples, which are always, of course, my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we get we get increased from Google and Instagram. But a lot of my favorite um, bookings and like the, the couples that I like the most and the ones that, you know, we feel like they're very they're very solid bookings. They know us. They know our style and they come to us knowing they want us are when it's referrals from our other industry friends. So be it, you know, other photographers. I know Janae has sent me amazing couples. I've sent her amazing couples. Definitely. Um, just, I feel like, I guess, community and kindness are like the two things I would repeat over and over and over again, because um, it goes a lot farther than you think. I mean, we've had people book us from years ago that maybe that, you know, were a, um, a, a guest at a wedding, like two years into my business, book us now today because they met us at a wedding and they just thought that our positivity and our spirit and energy was so infectious. And that's, I mean, talk about the biggest compliment in the entire world. Yeah. So when I hear things like that, I think that it doesn't go unnoticed. Like I, at that time to, you know, two years into my business, I had no idea who that person was. I had no idea that she noticed my smile. 
And then to hear, you know, seven years later that she still remembered me. I mean, that's, that's huge. So I feel like if you can translate your personality and just like have a spirit of kindness with you everywhere you go, that is what gets you there in the long run and keeps, you know, keeps referrals coming your way and keeps the friendships alone, like referrals aside, I know those are important, but to me, I mean, I think my business wouldn't be where it is just without my friends. Um, Janae and I, back in the day, we had a little, (laughs) a little group, there was four of us and we would meet once a month and we would do things like reviewing our contracts together and our workflows together and talking about how we, you know, found our album companies and how do we, you know, show them to our couples and just all those little things were so impactful in my business. And I don't think I would be here today without Janae and my other girlfriends and just being able to learn from each other and grow and support. So long-winded answer to just say, make (laughs) friends, get out there, put yourself out there and just be nice. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's a great tip. I I think um, being kind and being nice and being genuine goes a long way, especially in the wedding industry, because what you were saying, it it just... uh, a big light bulb went off for me is that I recently received an inquiry from a girl and she was recommended by someone else who inquired with me four years ago. Oh my goodness. That I, and I was actually booked for her wedding, but she liked me so much that she referred me to her friend who was getting married next year. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And it just goes to show that when you're nice and you do good work and you're consistent and you're your, your brand is known for being, you know, genuine and delivering and just a nice person to work with. It, it can go a long way. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. No, it, it, it's so true. It's so funny. And I do miss our little groups. Those are really I important. Know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good tip. You know, we surrounded ourselves with four girls who were all start, starting out at the same time. And we would all bring something new to the table every month. And we picked a topic and we would all talk about it. And I really learned from that. That was really, it was very helpful. Yeah, exactly. It was good. So is there one thing that you would recommend a new photographer listening that would be sort of a must thing to do to get getting their name out there? Sort of how do you establish, you know, who you are as, as a, a brand, as a, as a new photographer. Mm. Okay. So throwing a curveball in there. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Originally I had, I had thought this was um, one thing you wish you'd known starting out, but that's a different take on that question. So if I say with getting your name out there and getting your brand out there, other than making friends, which I was talking about before, I think that I would say, um, blog everything. I think for me, getting my name out there, a big part of that was just with blogging and, you know, um, like using, utilizing Google SEO and um, sharing on social media and basically just um, <laughs> kind of being as in your face with your photos as you can be, which at the beginning will definitely mean um, your, your, your personal Facebook page, share your, you know, share your work on there, make sure you're tagging clients, tagging couples, um, and the word will spread. I think for me, the, the organic, um, the organic growth that I had was definitely at first through family and friends. And then eventually as the portfolio grew and I had more things to blog and more, um, more work to share the Google, you know, the kind of, um, 
the the first inquiry that came in that wasn't from a friend of a friend came and that was the day when I was like I've made it yes <laughs> I'm totally doing it. <laughs> someone knows about me exactly so <laughs> I think again it's just putting putting yourself out there like the last question I said was putting out your you know bringing your personality and friendships to the table but for this one is just putting your work to bringing your work to the table and um, definitely sharing um, sharing nonstop whatever you're shooting share it which is I know kind of goes against the green. There's a lot of people who say, you know, only share what you want to shoot. And yes, that's 100% true. If you're trying to be a wedding photographer and you're only shooting newborns, don't share your newborns. Yes, that's true. But if you are trying to be a wedding photographer, but the weddings that you're shooting are lower budget or, you know, we all started, I think, with the church basement weddings, um, shoot those the best that you can and love on those couples the best you can. And blog them and share them as though it was a $100,000 wedding. And I think that that, again, brings it back to the kindness. But when you're doing that, um, your couple's feeling the love. All of their guests, you know, their 150 to 200 guests who go to that blog post to read it, to see the wedding photos, are going to feel like, wow, this photographer really loved them. And they're going to see that and know that that's, you know, a difference between you and Joe Schmo photo studio down the block. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, that's good advice. And I I think like my take on that would be blog. Yeah, definitely blog and share, but also curate. So if Mm -hmm. you have, if you have a wedding that maybe isn't your, you know, style that you would like maybe shoot it in a way that it can look like a hundred thousand dollar wedding and and show those images and it's just about curating your work and developing an eye um to sort of get you to the next you know level of of weddings that you're looking for so that's really good yeah no so that was my other so the i wanted to go back to the um the other question i wanted to ask you which you already alluded to was yeah yeah. Was, you know, you know, now that you are sort of, you know, you're a wedding photography veteran, you've, you've been in business a long time, you, you know, you have an associate team, you know, you've established yourself. I think it's always helpful for new photographers or people who are maybe in their first or second year, sort of to hear what you, what would be the one thing you wish you'd known starting out? If you could tell yourself seven years ago, don't do that. Yes. Or, or or go ahead, that's going to work out in your favor. Like, what would you say to yourself? Yes. Okay, good. I'm glad I, I'm glad we get to go to this question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, this is a question that I think you, you answer um, differently every, every, you know, at every stage of your career. So right now being in my eighth wedding season, my answer is 100% define your own version of success. Um, so for me, I think this was a, this was, and I would say even is still a little bit of a struggle. And, you know, um, Chris and I talk about this all the time. Like, are we successful? Have we made it? What does success mean? And, you know, those are kind of repeat questions that I think you will always have an answer to, and it'll always be different because you are, you're constantly growing and evolving, which is awesome. But for someone like me, I was, you know, the competitive teacher's pet in my classes growing up. And I, (laughs) spent a lot of time searching for the the gold star. You know, I wanted somebody to tell me I'm doing it right. I'm doing a good job. And I think that a lot of people struggle with that because part of it's just how our society is based. You know, you spend your entire childhood in classrooms being told to follow the rules and do what you're told. And, you know, you study for tests, you consume all the information your teachers tell you. 
And then suddenly there's no one telling you what to do. And I spent so much time looking at other people to see like, am I doing it the best way? Am I doing it the right way? And I think that the one thing I would tell myself, especially in those first few years of my business is like, shut it all out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, it is so important to learn. And I'm not saying not to learn and digest. I mean, my goodness, I was a sponge. I soaked up everything. But where it becomes detrimental is when you see, oh, well, Cassie Claire did it this way. I need to do it that exact way to be successful. Or Janae did it this way. I need to do it her exact way to be successful. And I think um, one of the things that we did last year, which really helped us this year, was we thought, what what things define our, you know, life success. Like, what do we want? Um, one of those things was we wanted to be able to travel more. Another one was we obviously wanted the business to support both Chris and I full-time in our lifestyle and being able to pay our mortgage. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a big one. Big one. Um, and then uh, the third one was being able to have more um, time to ourselves, just like actual downtime where we weren't working so much. And so on just using my my kind of three successors um, as a cliff note or as a as an example, we looking back have made that quota. This year we've traveled more than we have in any other year. We've also had more downtime thanks to our systems, which I know we're going to be talking about soon. Um, and we are in business full time together. We have been since January 2017, so it's been a year and a half. Oh wow, which is amazing. That's amazing. Um, and we built our associates during that team as well. That was part of how we how we made our goal of being able to be full-time together in business. Um, so I guess, you know, long story short, define your own version of success and give yourself bullet points for those things. I recommend picking three because yes, our version of success could also include, you know, like a mansion in California, if we, you know, we're dreaming real big. <laughs> but yeah, be totally. realistic and think about to you what, what will make you feel like you've made it. And chances are, you're a lot closer than you think. Um, I know that once I've made my list and now I can say I've made it and I will say you will too, because it doesn't have to be, you know, having a hundred thousand Instagram followers. Sure. That would be great. But right now that's not what pays my bills. Like, <laughs> Right. Yeah. So anyway, yes. Define your own version. I love that. No, it's a good one. I think, I think it's part of just getting older and being, in the business a while and, you know, realizing what's important to you and for you and your family, for you and Chris, it was, you know, him going full time and paying your bills. And, and those are wonderful goals. And the fact that you've, you've done them all is, is simply incredible. Aww, thanks, so kudos, kudos to you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. I remember when I first started out, my goal, one of my goals was I wanted to work every week. I wanted one new job, Every week, it didn't matter what it was, but I wanted to be shooting like, you know, 52 nice. weeks out of the year. And then I think a couple months in, like after I'd set it, I started booking a lot. And it was like a little, you know, little gigs here and there before I had figured out that I just wanted to focus mm-hmm. on weddings. And I was doing almost two, three jobs a week. And then I got to the point where I was like, I don't want to work every yeah. week. <laughs> so, so sometimes you have to meet your goal surpass it and then be like, okay, what yes. do I really want? Like what, what's the, you have to bring it in. So that's good. Yeah. I think writing it down is also a good tip. And yeah. they say the more you say you write it down every day and those things will happen. So that's good. So my last sort of spot that I want to talk to you about, which is, 
um, I love that you're so passionate <laughs> about it is talking about systems and Cassie, I will, I think I said this in my tea with Janae that Cass, um, Cassie introduced me to 17 hats, which forever sort of changed my whole workflow and life. Uh, so with, with that, sometimes you need someone to sit you down and show you what it is. So you can be like, Oh, that, that's not so bad. So now I love it. And I love you for that. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I wanted to know, maybe you could tell everybody sort of your top three system recommendations for the wedding photographers listening who, who maybe haven't yeah. heard of that. So definitely, obviously 17 hats, first one, hands down. Um, if you guys don't know what that is, essentially it's, it's a customer relations management software, but it does so much more than just, you know, maintaining your clients. It's also um, your, it can be your lead funnel. It can be your workflows, your questionnaires. Um, you can schedule emails through it. It's your to-do list. I mean, it's literally my lifeline. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, totally. Um, for, for me, part of, um, part of how I accomplished, you know, one of our missions, which was having more free time and actually, you know, being able to have a social life was through 17 hats. So um, being a wedding photographer, you obviously wear all the hats. You're the accountant, you're the editor, you're the color. I mean, you do, you do everything. Um, Right. So it does take some time to set up and obviously I would be happy to delve into that, but that's like a whole nother conversation. But once it's It's another another podcast podcast. exactly um (laughs) but they have tutorials for everything and it's super easy you really just take you know carve out two weeks in your schedule and just sit down play around look through the tutorials and you'll be amazed at how much you can automate and how much you can do so that you're um you're able to shoot more weddings if you want or have more personal life if you want Um, So for us, 17 Hats was definitely the first and biggest one. And we do pretty much everything through there. Um, The second one that I would say, um, I'm calling it a system, but it's, it's not necessarily a software that you need, but it's our email templates. So we use, um, we use Google Drive to, you know, play host to all of our email templates. And I have several different versions because I have my email templates and then I have my associate email templates. I have email templates for um, even photographers because we'll get a lot of inquiries for, you know, second shooting or workshops. And so I kind of have templated responses for that as well. Um, the, mm-hmm. the moral of the story with email templates is if you've said it once, you will say it again and again and again yeah. and again. Um, so I think keeping note of the things that you, um, especially if you, if you don't have email templates currently, the, the way that I started to do it is I would send a response to a client. And then I would think I will probably send this again and I would flag it. And so I started to flag all my email templates. And then once I kind of, I think it took me about a year to make sure, you know, I had all the, the, the emails that I would currently send. I kind of went through all my flags and copy and pasted them into a Google drive template or, you know, Google drive document so I can access them on the road Mm -hmm. and, you know, and from any computer or device. Um, And now I have, literally like every aspect of communication is there and easy for me to access whenever, wherever. Um, I'd say on that note, 99% of the time, you know, if you're in Facebook groups or even just talking with your photographer friends, you, you know, you, you complained about things to each other. Well, 
I don't no. ever. <laughs> 99% of the time when I hear photographers complaining about, you know, their couples or something, the first thought I pop into my head is, well, did you tell them what to expect? You know, did you, did you communicate that with them? <laughs> so right. I think so many um, crises can be averted just with communication. And so our email templates are extremely thorough and exhausting and very detailed. Um, but you know what? We manage expectations from start to finish. And Thankfully, you know, all five-star reviews, and I feel like we we never get asked, are our photos ready? Where, where are our photos? <laughs> you know, right, yeah. We manage their expectations from start to finish. So, um, yes. So these, so these templates go from the, the beginning of the process, which is your inquiry, through the booking, yep. through the actual pre- pre- preparation of the wedding, to the album design, to the final yep. goodbye. So you've got everything, the whole flow of your entire work process Correct. from start to finish Correct. in a template. Yeah, I, ha- yeah. I have that it's too. So yeah. It's so smart and it's such an easy way to get back free time because emails take, emails take enough time as it is. So being able to just be able to copy and paste and then customize, of course, like I'm not a robot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, totally. They're definitely all personalized yep. and customized and clients would have no idea, you know, that it's coming from a template whatsoever. Um, but that's the best part is when you write it the first time, you're writing it to a couple and the bulk of what, you know, is templated is things that don't change, you know, like engagement session tips and how to plan. Like, well, every couple deserves those same exact tips. So it's honestly a disservice if I was to try and remember off the top of my head the tips I give every time. So Right, exactly. And you know, you can do this also yes. in 17 hats. They they have the email and templates and you can access them. 17. Yeah. And 17 hats you can access from anywhere online now because of their whole update. So maybe you don't need, so need that a Google is Drive. that's actually my off-season project for this year. <laughs> ah! <laughs> And if, any, and if anybody's listening who uh, uses Apple Mail, I have the same sort of thing in my signatures. So you can do a drop down. Um, each signature is a different response. And also, if you use Google, you can use canned responses. This is another option, and I think it's free. So you can kind of use your templates. I love way. it. It's so awesome. Yeah. And what is your third system? So my third system is it's, I use 17 Hats through this, but I would say my questionnaires. So um, my questionnaire system, I have four different questionnaires that they're sent throughout the wedding process. Um, One is a get to know you questionnaire, which is, we set it up kind of cute where Chris and I answer the questions too. So it's, you know, things like how they met and how they fell in love and, you know, what their favorite snacks are and just all sorts of random questions um, that we'll use. It's very helpful when, you know, you're writing the blog post, but it's also just helpful to know because you you'll, you'll get to know your couple obviously through the engagement session and you'll talk and you'll pose and stuff. But if you're anything like me, you're probably not remembering every little detail of the, how we met story because you're busy thinking uh, about lighting and the next shot. And, um, you know, you're trying to keep everybody happy and communicating. And so sometimes for me, the details the nitty gritty kind of go in one year and then just, I guess out the other, I'll say. but it's like a vague memory. And so for me, having that get to know you questionnaire is super helpful. Um, 
just to be able to read through it and be like, oh, yeah, I totally remember that story about how they met and fell in love in Italy or, you know, something like that. Um, yeah. So we, we love that. And that was also especially helpful um, now that we have associates because we don't get to meet our associates in person, you know, our, uh, sorry, the associate brides, um, our associate photographers do that initial Skype meeting and they kind of are um, the face that they get to interact with. And we prefer it that way because we want, you know, we want them to know the photographer who's going to be there with them on their wedding day. But for us, sometimes it can be hard because I want to know who they are too. And I, I, (laughs) I'm the ones usually putting together their blog post and their social media. And so I like to just know the history behind them and their love story. So that questionnaire we love. Um, The other questionnaire that we send is a wedding and timeline questionnaire, which just asks everything from, do they want to first look with their groom? Do they want to first look with their dad? What's their wedding hashtag? Um, Where, what's their, you know, Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. Social media. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's a good, I, you know what I, I asked for their Instagram yes. handles, but I don't ask, ask their wedding hashtag. Oh, good yes. tip, Kathy. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And so just like a lot of helpful, I mean, the, the bridesmaid's name, maid of honor name, all those things that um, help me be able to perform at my absolute best on the wedding day. We ask for that. And we are sending that um, three months before the wedding. Um, sometimes sooner, but usually about three months because that's kind of when they're starting to get into the nitty gritty. Um, keep in mind, mm-hmm. we've already done their initial timeline consultation. When I first meet them, I talk their timeline through just to make sure I know how many hours to give them and stuff like that. But the timeline questionnaire is the actual like, okay, you've set it in stone now. Give me your times and I'll make it work for you. <laughs> yeah, the invitations exactly. are invitations printed. Invitations are printed. Nothing <laughs> changing now. <laughs> Um, and then I send a family photo questionnaire, which is, um, we set it up in a yes or no format, and then we give them an option to add additional photos. But we found that the yes or no format is really helpful in deterring, um, people from having like, you know, a thousand group shots where it's like me and my aunt, me, my aunt, my cousin, me, my aunt and my other cousin, me, my two aunts and my two cousins and my brother, me, my cousin, my aunt, like, you know, nobody needs that many groupings. So the right. yes or no format style has all the basics, you know, bride with mom, bride with dad, bride with both parents, et cetera. Um, and we feel like we have uh, a lot of control and family photo time goes very fast. We ask specifically for names of everybody too, which I know is a lot of detail and um, most people don't go into that level of detail, but even for the extended family, we ask for the names and the family groupings. And then ahead of time, when I do the family list, I actually split it up. So it's like even numbers on both sides and I have all their names written out so that I can just call out their names on the wedding day and tell them where to stand. So we do a lot of pre-planning so that on the wedding family photos go super fast because nobody wants to be missing cocktail hour. (laughs) Exactly. No, that I do the same thing too. It's so nice to hear that you do that. I ask for everybody's name do the group pairings and I give them a checkbox yes. um, of pairings and then additional space. And I always let them know, and it's good to let your couples know that any additional pairing will take another two, yep. two to three minutes to put together. And, you know, if they want to make their cocktail hour, they might want to do some pictures, you know, at, at a different time mm-hmm. or during the reception if, if they're, if they're going to miss it. So that's a good tip. Agreed. That's good. Agreed. Um, yeah. And then the last questionnaire is the, um, the vendor questionnaire. So that's, you know, obviously super helpful with submissions, but it's also 
you know, in every blog post, we like to give the vendors credit um, on social media. We like to give the vendors credit. And so that's just um, helps keep everything in one place and gives us all the information. So we ask for their um, website, email and name. And then what I do is um, I know I could, in theory, ask the bride to enter all of the social media for that vendor. But let's be honest, most brides do not have that kind of time on their hands. <laughs> so one right. of Chris's projects is once the vendor questionnaire comes through answered, he then takes it and goes on their website and finds all their social media handles. And then he puts together my social media credits and my blog post credits for me. So that was a nice project to be able to delegate to him. Um, and that could also be if you're not in a position where you have a spouse working full time, um, if you're in a position where maybe you have an intern who wants to learn from you, <clears throat> excuse me, or, um, you know, a, maybe somebody who wants to get paid minimum wage if you can afford it. But really, you can do you can do interns <laughs> and, and they can work for you in exchange for information like learning how to run a business. Um, that would be a great project to hand over to them is just getting all your vendor credits together because that can be time consuming (laughs) yeah and you know some vendors hide that stuff it's hard to find so it it can take you a while uh or their names don't match their business name on their social media accounts so it it can be a bit of a a treasure hunt it is they really make it hard (laughs) on us (laughs) yeah yeah so if you're a vendor listening Put your put your uh, social media handles uh, and, easy to and find. You want photos? <laughs> make sure your email is listed on your website. Oh yeah. Oh, this is all right. The tips are coming up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I know someone else posted um, in the Facebook group recently. They're like, "Why does everybody hide their email address I on their know. website?" And I was like, "I don't know." Yeah, well, I put it everywhere. It's funny because people um, yeah. always say like, "Oh, it's so spammers don't don't get it." But you know what? Spammers take the time to fill out my contact form. So. They, I have had spammers <laughs> not email me, even though my email's listed, but instead fill out my contact form. So they're going to give yeah. it anyway. <laughs> they're, they're totally going to bother you one way right, or another. Exactly. So make it easy. Oh, my goodness. This was so much fun. What good information. Yay! Oh, boy. That, that, this is my first episode. It's packed full of good. I'm so oh excited. Goodness. I got to be your first guest. <laughs> I know. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. So let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you and how to oh, contact yeah. you. Um, so my website is Cassie Claire, but I'm Cassie with an I. I know everybody always spells Cassie I-E, but it's C-A-S-S-I-C-L-A-I-R-E. So CassieClaire.com. And then I'm actually Cassie Claire at everything. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, which who uses Twitter, but um, all of the, all of the <laughs> things I managed to get Cassie Claire because nobody else spells their name like me. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, well, yeah, that's good. Well, Brooklyn view is everywhere. And uh, it's funny cause I never did Janae. I wonder if somebody took it. No from way. Me, but... <laughs> I think your name is so unique. I can totally get it too. <laughs> <laughs> but then no one would find me. Oh, Cassie, thank you so much for this. It was such a pleasure having you. I, I hope everybody got a little nugget, um, something, maybe an aha, aha moment where they were like, oh, I should do that, or can responses and finding your truth and following, you know, what's right for you. And, and this has been so wonderful. So thank you so much. And hopefully you'll I come back so. again. I hope so. This was so fun. I feel like the time went by in like five seconds, but it's been 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope everybody's here until the end. (laughs) Thank you so much, Janae.
You're welcome. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you liked our first official interview with Cassie. How fun was that? She was so amazing. She gave so many good tips and tricks. And even for me, I picked up a few things, which is exactly why I wanted to start this podcast. So be sure to subscribe. And if you have a moment, I'd love for you to leave us a review. When you do this, it will help others find us and they'll know if they should give us a listen or not. And we'd absolutely love your support. Also, be sure to check out the blog, teawithjanae.com, and follow us on Instagram at at brooklynview. This is where I post my latest Tea with Janae IGTV stories and episodes, and I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye!